1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Mark Strauss, TV guy on the radio, still hanging out with me. I'm going to set the table as to why uh, for anyone that wasn't listening, because uh, I know uh, radio audiences, uh, some move on, some stay. Uh, hopefully you stayed. Uh, before the break, we were talking about stuff. You made a reference uh, to um, election fraud, and uh, I went to a break because we were running out of time, uh, but I didn't like the way that sounded. It seemed like I was silencing you, Mark, so I don't want to do no, that's that. fine. So I want you to, to hang back for an extra segment, and we'll, we'll actually dive into it. We've dove into it before. Uh, there are podcasts out there. You can hear Mark and I discussing this, but I'm going to try to be more uh, specific uh, about some of the ways we discuss this. Uh, my first question to you, and I just asked it to you off the air, um, do you think that the 2020 election is a conversation that former President Trump will continue to purposefully have with the American people? Or do you think it's a conversation that will continue to be forced on him uh, like it was at the CNN town hall, as it was the first question out of the gate before they talked about anything else? Is this more of a Trump keeping this um, in you know, uh, our consciousness or uh, the media refusing to let it disconnect from the former president? Both. All right. Why? Well, because, first of all, Trump's not going to let this die because he feels and a lot of other people feel that there was a great injustice. And that's a polite term because injustice means criminality Mm -hmm. done. And the media, because they're constantly saying that there isn't really any measurable election fraud, Mm -hmm. they are they're losing the battle. Mm-hmm. with the public at large to convince people that everything was on the up and up for the most part. Gotcha. And when you and, say... And, and by the way, yeah. if, if people didn't think that there was election fraud, and I told you off the air about the Rasmussen poll sure. that now shows that 62% of people think that there was something that didn't wasn't right about mm-hmm. not only the 2020 election, well, me, but the 2022 election. Yeah. So the media... Yeah. If they thought people agreed with the idea that there, by and large, wasn't any election fraud, yeah. they wouldn't bring it up. But let me ask you this, then, um, because when you say media, uh, for the most part, what I Leg- usually... Legacy well, no, hold media. On. Uh, when, yeah, when Big I talk media. about that, I mean large media, but... I'm not talking about you. No, 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 and I, I don't think you are. Uh, but to be honest, uh, when it comes to election fraud, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins uh, say that they don't think that there was fraud. That dis- well, they that, don't... That, right, and I'm not, I'm not trying to just pit, uh, um, pull out... <laughs> The other show that precedes well, mine. Well, I said this to you. Uh, they, but like they, most conservative um, pundits now who talk about this um, seem to say that they don't believe well, that. Well, I, I, I have an answer for you on that. No, yeah, no. God, but that, I, I didn't want it to sound like I was just trying to say that Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins don't agree. So why should the listener? Um, because there's a lot of conservative outlets. Well, Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins at one time used to be liberals. They, and they, they realized they, they, were, they, they, were, they, say that. they were wrong about that. They have that. made that so joke. So they've changed yes, I've their... I've heard Mark Lee yeah, make that joke. I, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have such a past. Right. But uh, so, but, so, but this... My I've, point is, is that... Yeah. They think that now, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But my, my point, the reason I was saying that at all, is that it's not media the same way you and I or a lot of people would talk about just legacy media. The dismissal of this story goes beyond what would be identified as, say, liberal-leaning uh, platforms, and it goes to not all, but a lot well, of conservative-leaning look, platforms. Look, here, here's the thing, and I've said this before, and I don't mean to be sarcastic about it, but sure. there was a time when very, very 
people that were considered to be very, very intelligent thought the Earth was flat. That's true. Okay, so yeah. they changed their position. Well, and we've talked about when we've discussed it, it this happens before. As evidence comes yeah. out and things reveal themselves, people start to change their position. Well, on and things. we've talked about this before, even when we, we bring in COVID you know, and some people, of the, the people, coronavirus there, conversations. There are yeah. people who they, they fall in love with somebody mm-hmm. and they'll do anything for them and they wind <laughs> up getting divorced. Yeah, uh, let me ask you something different then, uh, because I think this is a more relevant question uh, that deserves to be asked and certainly probably deserves to be asked the former president. And by the way, I'm not the oracle or anything no, like that. No, I know, that. I know. Um, but I want to ask you this. Um, how would it be prevented if election fraud... Voter was, ID. All right, but um, I, I don't mean ideas... And, and voting on election day in yeah, person like right. we used to do, right. with exceptions for people that are yeah. uh, not able to get there. But, you you know, that, I, I, once, I yeah. once voted absentee yeah. many years ago because I was going out of town on a trip... And so I had to apply for that mm-hmm. and give a reason. Mm-hmm. And then I had to fill out a form right. and I had to have all kinds of things. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that what you're saying is, is wrong like or that I, a passport yeah, for crying out I don't loud. disagree with you at all. That's not the question I was asking. Um, I wasn't asking for only citizens vote. Sure. You I have did, to be breathing. None of that. It's hold, really can, very, let, let me ask the question. But it's very simple. No, let me ask the question though. Um, none of those things will pass in a majority of the states that will run the 2024 election. So I mean specifically in 2024, if the 2020 election was corrupt and if the 2020 election was a fraudulent election that disallowed Trump from being nominated to the role of president, how would that be prevented in 2024 in the current system? Not what ideas, what policies could be uh, thrown out by a not currently President uh, Trump or uh, conservatives that want to see things changed. And we've talked about before some of the things that changed in Florida and how they seem to impact uh, mm-hmm. certain results yep. of the election. Yep. But none of that will be possible. No one will be able to change those rules uh, in the next year. So what prevents the system from cheating again if the system cheated in 2020? Well, I, I've got a couple of things to answer you with. First of all, uh, you prefaced your question about how those things aren't going to happen, and, and you're right about that. But that is exactly the problem that should illustrate how corrupt the system has begun, uh, has become. That, uh, these simple, lawful, common sense things that we used to have here in this country for a long time are have now been sort of perverted to the point where we we don't have we have the ability to fix them sure but we don't have honest people in place who will stand up right to people in power in a lot of the states that would need to change some rules in order for that to be because, the solution to the problem. Because there's too many people are, who are, con- are not Republicans. Who yeah. are, well, it's not that they're not Republicans. Well, they're, they're not. They're not know, people with that message. When we talk, I, I I always feel like you know there's there's a lot of honest Democrats. Sure. More than more than it may seem based on the current <laughs> administration. But there, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're afraid to do something that somebody who carries more weight than you doesn't want you to do. Like, for example, for example, why would it be so insane for somebody in government on a local level to say, we need to clean all these names off the voter rolls? We need yeah, to not. have ID when these people come in to vote. It's not insane. We can't give people provisional ballots, right. and then they wind up getting counted without being verified. Okay, right. so none of that is insane. None of that will impact the no, 2024 but, but, election. No, but think about yeah. think about the fact that right. that's not even something 
that is being put no, on the I, table. I don't mind a conversation about how the system no, is currently flawed and unfair it, and all that, but it's not. It's corrupt. Well, sure. Corrupt is fine. I'm not trying to avoid the word corrupt. Anybody but what, who's what I'm honest saying would, is, would welcome all of those, sure, all of those I agree with you. guardrails. None of those are, are solutions to the, the simple question I asked. How does Trump get elected in 2024? Actually, there are solutions if these governments... But they won't occur. So what I mean is they're unrealistic um, solutions to 2024's election if well, the 2020 election was if your, fraudulent. If yeah. your political structure is dishonest, yes. Well, sure. But uh, Matt, like I, when I was speaking a second ago, you said I was right, that none yeah. of these rules will change right. uh, for 2024. You're correct. So, so what prevents Trump from losing again? In your mind, I don't, I don't believe that the uh, election was... Uh, fraudulent enough to change the outcome. I think a lot of people voted against Trump and hate Trump, and that's a position I've had on the show. I do think there are versions of fraud that occurred, though. I'm not uh, delusional. But that's all irrelevant Um, to your question. Right, but exactly. My question is, if Trump were the nominee on the Republican side of the aisle and the system is corrupt enough to prevent him from being elected in 2020, how does he get elected in 2024? How does he actually get elected? Not the things that would be great if they were in place places that they're not, but how would he win? How would he um, defeat the system? If, if only the number of votes that are counted are attributed to people who are actually registered but to vote. But that won't happen. You're, you're saying that the system but see, is... But what, what, you're, what, what, what you're saying mm-hmm. by answering that way... I, I don't believe that, but I, I think that you do. I think that you believe that um, fraud is a capability of I think our, it's electo- got, I think our electoral... I think it gets progressively yeah. worse because sure. none of the things that we're talking about that you say won't happen before the next election... I'm not saying that I disagree with them. I'd like for them no, to I happen. No, I know that. I understand yeah. that distinction. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. Right. And... and I agree with you that nothing's going to happen in the foreseeable future mm-hmm. on a large scale. It is happening in some states, there, are, but they are essentially states that Trump won and will win again. Sure. So if Trump runs, is he destined to lose? Well, there are certain things that I believe that seem outlandish and... Um, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I, no, I, I, I think, trying, it's, I think no, it's a valuable... I'm, I'm trying to explain, you yeah. know, I think a lot of the things... I uh, Let me say it this way. I think some of the things that have happened, and elections are one of those things, have been allowed to happen while there is documentation and recording of those events, which is a word I'm using for crimes, taking place. Because you have to catch the criminal in the act. Sure. And you have to allow the criminal to commit the crime over and over and over again so that there's no escape, there's no excuse, there's no talking their way out of it in the end. And so what my answer to your question is, he could quote-unquote lose again, but I think... If that were to happen, mm-hmm. just like the last... And, and by the way, the 2022 election didn't seem to be, uh, in a lot of places, very normal either. Well, what I'm saying is, is if, 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 you're, if you're trying to catch a criminal... Mm-hmm. You, you uh, allow the criminal to commit most of the You've got to let them go into the bank and rob I the bank. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I want to say this to sort so of... That, so that's why, you yeah. know, some people are going to say, well, you're crazy and all that right. other stuff. And all I'm saying is that I believe that that's what is going on. And that's why certain things have happened the way they've happened. Because 
if you ever can prove, and that's the only way to prove it, it's not just him saying, this happened to me and it's terrible and you have to believe me. People have to see it. People have to experience it in various parts of the country. Sure. Uh, people saw it in Arizona. Sure. Okay. And he wasn't even involved in the 2022 election. So what I'm saying is, is. I will certainly agree with you that weird stuff happened in Arizona. Do I know that stuff to be what I'm, but, I see? No, it that's not my, video, but that's no, not right, my point. Sorry, yeah. Well, no, you don't know it now. Yeah, sure. But I, I wanted to, I want mm. to say something else. And this is kind you of. You may eventually know it. Sure. Uh, this is how I wanted to ask you to end the conversation. Um, unless there's anything else you want to say, I'm not going to uh, cut you off. Um, but I wonder if for anyone that feels that only Trump is the candidate on the Republican side of the aisle and also believes that the last election that he lost uh, was unfairly taken away from him, believes one of two things. And tell me if I'm right or wrong about this. And I'm not saying that this is my opinion, but I think it's interesting that either Trump would run – he's already running – but would get the nomination and win in 2024. And what that actually would show to people who believe that um, you know the, the last election was uh, fraudulent – would be that they uh, backed off on some of the fraud to not get caught, I imagine. Uh, people who um, don't think that the election was fraudulent would think that Trump winning is proof that the elections are not fraudulent. Uh, the other alternative is that Trump would lose and um, people would feel that it was fraud again. And so what you're saying, um, or at least what I'm, I'm hearing from what you're saying, is that those are the two outcomes, is that either he wins and that means that the people that were in control uh, didn't uh, wield the control uh, out of fear, um, or that he loses and the entire political system is exposed for not being fair. Yeah, is I think, right? uh, I, yes, I think you're right. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's, you know, here, be- here's the thing, and this is going to sound harsh to some people. Um, we're, th- we're actually, I believe we're actually at war. We're at war with factions that have had control of a, a lot of the apparatus in this country. And want to strengthen their grip on that. And when Trump came along, they started to lose their grip on that. Because as you said, outside during a commercial break, Trump is not beholden to anybody. He's not. And they don't control him. Yeah. And a lot of the people that he put in place, they weren't able to control. Sure. So what's the big complaint that most people have about politicians is that they're all controlled by big money, big mm. pharma, big mm. this, big that. Sure. Okay, so if Trump's not controllable, he's a threat to them because his he's his thinking is not in line with theirs. Yeah. They don't want him around. This no, is the I, same. I will easily agree that we were the political about system Reagan. doesn't want Trump that's, around. That's that was <laughs> we'll easily agree. On that that yeah. was one of the things yeah. that put. Uh, but here, the system at odds with sure. Reagan. You were talking about Reagan yeah, earlier. Yeah. Here's the thing that I would say, and this is not designed to be a uh, never Trump or an only Trump uh, version of a conversation. But if if the system is unfair, and if the system has not been um, um, exposed for being unfair, because even what Kerry Lake's doing in Arizona has not been successful. I know it might have been successful uh, to you in in making more people well, aware of the, things, if a, if, but it hasn't changed any rules. If a judge is corrupt, he's yeah. going to continue well, but to rule. What I mean is, none of the rules have changed any of the places that they may. You need know, to the change. Supreme Court of Arizona sent the the case back right. to the court that. 
yeah. uh, that ruled against Carrie sure. Lake, and then the same judge ruled against Carrie Lake again. So this is one person. But so would it be a but rational? The Supreme Court said, you know, you didn't right. do this right, Mr. Judge. Would it be a rational thing to um, have some conservatives want someone else to run in the assumption that? the system would not be as unfair to them because it's so targeting Trump. Well, if you do that, okay, then what you're doing is you're conceding to the opposition. I understand. You're letting them yeah. uh, set the rules of the game because what is it they want in the first place? They want Trump gone. Mm-hmm. So if Trump isn't the guy, yeah. then they've accomplished what they wanted to. But here's the thing. I, as I, I mentioned before, and this is, I guess, where we really will end this, a lot of people agree with the sentiment that people voted against Trump because they hate him. And so if you mitigated that um, excuse for a loss by say, and I'm not even talking about DeSantis, like a Tim Scott uh, being the Republican um, uh, candidate, um, and then he lost, I don't think that you'd be able to say the same thing. And Biden is doing such a bad job that it seems that we're in such a unique position right now for a lot more people to feel the way you do and the way that a lot of people admittedly do feel uh, from 2020, that the election didn't make sense. How could Biden beat Trump? Biden barely debated. He hid in his basement. Uh, if Biden were to defeat someone who could not be behind the scenes, uh, given the narrative, everybody hates him. That's why nobody voted for him. Um, I think it would be a more effective demonstration of a potentially flawed system. Um, but I don't know. Uh, that's just a, a well, hypothetical. And I'm not saying that I, I actually uh, believe all the same. You know, I think we're just having a, a somewhat hypothetical well, conversation. Well, we're having a circular conversation. Right. But a couple of things you said are interesting to me. One, you said, uh, and you've brought this up before, that people voted against Trump because they don't like him. A lot of people, that's not yeah. a, a Craig Collins feeling. That's a lot of people's feeling. Well, that happens every election, no sure. matter who's in it. That's true. A lot okay. of people did not vote for Hillary because they did not like there's Hillary. There's a lot of people, you know, if you're a Republican and you're going to vote against the Democrat, if you're a staunch yes. Democrat, you're going to vote against it. The same thing happens every election. But I'll tell you what did happen. Hmm. Trump got more votes than any sitting president in history, which tells me he's not unpopular. And Biden got more votes than Obama, the most popular president, we're told, in our lifetime. That's fair, too. That doesn't make sense. No, those are both fair. They don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If you go into your kid's room and it smells like pot and he says... And he says, I don't know who's smoking that. I don't know. That no, did the clean, did the cleaning person, they must saying. have been, I understand. Made, you know what? That, I had no. the window open, I gotta, I, and that's coming from the next door neighbor. It yeah. doesn't no. make sense. Very late. You're gotta not going to accept that explanation. I got like four minutes of, of commercials and two minutes uh, before we get okay. to the news, so I well, got a break. You brought that topic no, up. No, but I'm, I'm thrilled that you stayed for that long conversation, and I gave us as much time as we could. Quick break, a lot more. 1470, <laughs> 100.3 WMBD. 1470. 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Uh, thanks for being with us. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, getting into more and more, um, I don't know what they are, um, but they're fun uh, conversations with Mark Strauss that aren't really tied to any specific thing going on in the news, uh, but definitely just uh, more macro level conversations. Uh, my wife heard Mark and I still talking uh, during the last break and thought I was keeping Mark for another segment. Uh, so she was uh, outside of the studio, but she's uh, not in here right now. So she'll be here in just a few minutes. Uh, she was confused. She's like, are you keeping Mark? Uh, what do I do? Do I go back to my desk? Uh, Betty, if you're listening, uh, wherever you are, uh, it's your turn. 
uh, come on the show. Uh, but thank you again to Mark uh, for being a part of the show, for hanging out with us, as he does every single Tuesday at this time. Uh, other things out there that I thought were interesting uh, as we wait for uh, my wife to get in studio and to start the um, uh, Spanish Word of the Day and everything else uh, going on. But I thought this was interesting. Uh, a, a, a study by uh, London's Queen Mary University found that you can detect the salary of someone, or at least they claim you can, uh, based on how you post on social media, the things you discuss, the things you brag about. Uh, there was a deep dive into all the different ways uh, that people expose the amount of money they make uh, via the way in which they they uh, put things out on social media to begin with. And actually with that, I'll bring in my wife, uh, who's in studio now, Betty, hi. How are you doing? Hi, uh, Craig. Good. Uh, yep, you're gonna have to get rid of that gum somehow. Okay. Um, uh, you can you can give it to me. Uh, no, we're we're no, husband no. and wife. That's I can fine. handle it. That's fine. You're, really, you're gonna figure it another it, way. Yes. <laughs> I, I would have taken it. I, I, I would. Just I can handle that. For, uh, there's li- there's literally and... yeah no. Take your second to get the gum. There's literally no other guest in the entirety of the world that I would allow to spit gum into my hand during a radio segment. You are the only way. If you need to do it, here's my hand. Here, I'll, I'll give you my manita right now. No, no, don't don't use that. That's important. I got it. I got it, Craig. No, no, here, give it to me. Got it. All right, fine. You're very sweet. Uh, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for hanging out. Don't stress. Yes, Wait. you heard Strauss and I talking so much in the break that you thought he was staying for another segment. I right? felt like I was out of today. <laughs> <laughs> I you were standing right outside <laughs> the door? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I was like, I think um, I don't have a time with Craig you know, today. You know what's funny, actually? Um, I appreciate the fact you didn't spit your gum in my hand. That's actually kind of lovely. Uh, thank you, Petty. Um, you know what's funny is that uh, Mark is the only guest in the whole world that I'm pretty sure everyone in this building can hear. The conversations we're having off the air, because uh, Mark and I, um, we we talk loud. We're we're loud talkers, but yeah, we're not we're not was, arguing. We're not yelling. I was walking we're, by. We're having the, a good time. Close by the yeah. wall. I um, mean the hallway, and mm-hmm. I hear you guys yeah, right. talking. That's, I was like, okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's actually kind of fun. Uh, the conversation off the air. At some point, we'll have to put that in a podcast or put it somewhere. Um, but do you think that a lot of people show the amount of money they make on social media with the way that they share things or? Or talk about certain things. Uh, you don't have social media. Well, you deleted your Facebook. Yeah, I, I remember when I used to have Facebook that uh, uh, some of my close friends they used to brag a lot about money. And it would make you a little sad. And yes, because there were periods of times that I really struggle with mm-hmm. money. Sure. But uh, and then I was like, I don't have, and I mean, I don't have. I just gonna sure. get rid of this, and I get rid of the the Facebook properly. Well. And what's actually, yeah, a long time ago. And what's actually interesting about this study is the people who do a lot of posting about all the fancy things they have actually don't have money. Uh, That is one of the things they said is that if you seem to be bragging too much about the amount of fancy stuff you have in your life, uh, odds are you're trying to create a false impression on social media. So some of those people that made you feel bad, those people that you knew from your hometown in Mexico, probably weren't doing so much better than you were doing. It just looked like it because of social media, uh, which is one thing that the the study seemed to point to. Uh, But there were certain other things they said that might demonstrate uh, your your wealth, Um, things that I'm probably not going to dive that deep into uh, right now, but I did think it was was interesting. And I wonder if people really even care as much as as um, the study is saying they do. Uh, but I think what you said is a more important um, uh, message. And the biggest reason you got rid of social media is social media doesn't make you feel good. A lot of the times, the stuff we look at, the stuff we see, uh, the things that are you know viral and all over the place. I know you love Jimmy on TikTok, and he's the exception to the rule. He's yes. a very nice man yes. who does very nice things with people. Um, but a lot of studies say that depression and, and mental struggle comes from uh, a certain level of, of 
over um, importance that we put into the world of social media to begin with. Why well, do you think there are more important things to in do? your life that yeah. you have to worry about it? You feel the same about way about video games. If I play video games, you think I'm, I'm there wasting. There are more important things to worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> I know. I love that uh, very much. Um, do you have a word of the day? But We don't have to use it yet, but did you have one? Did you yes, plan one? Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. I was listening uh your show. With Mark? With Mark Strauss and you. Mm-hmm. And... uh And I was like, something just came to my brain. I was like, oh, yeah, I got like an easy one for Craig. Oh, really? And it's relevant to everything that Mark and I were talking about? Well, it could be, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm, kind of, I'm kind of impressed with you, Betty. Uh, before we do that, <laughs> one last one. Uh, you go to the gym a lot. I saw this story uh, in the I'm news. failing lately. No, no, no. You still go a lot. Way more than me. I'm trying to rely on you, and I'm <laughs> failing when I rely yeah, on you. Yeah, we planned to go together last night, and then we didn't. Yes. Um, you waited for me, and then it didn't didn't happen. Yeah, happen. But we'll, we'll do it. We'll go today. I'll, I'll go today. Uh, maybe. Right? Okay, no, you're nodding your head. <laughs> no. uh, but I, I want to bring this story up to you, because maybe it's a good thing. Uh, you've skipped a few uh, days at the gym. Uh, a young woman, 26, her name is Alyssa. She was on a treadmill, actually in Illinois, um, and she went viral for what wound up on Instagram. I'm sure she's not thrilled about it. At some point, and you've probably seen this when you were at the gym, she took the treadmill lightly, meaning you're doing other things, you're paying attention to the phone, or you're trying to you know, hop on and hop off of it. Yeah. And she wound up falling so badly uh, that her legs um, got um, you know, not harmed, but um, fully flat on the treadmill, and it took her pants all the way off. Her pants flew off of her body, and she wound up landing on the ground pantless, Inside of a gym. I'm sure you've never seen that before. No, I haven't. But do you think that's a good lesson for people when they're on the treadmill and you do the treadmill (laughs) all the time to not stop paying attention to the treadmill? Well, I'm just amazed when I see people doing stuff like that. They are multitasking. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't don't know how I can do it, but it's risky. Were you ever worried someone was going to wind up losing their pants? (laughs) <laughs> no, okay. I never hear something like that, Craig. I don't know what you get it's your stories. Uh, New York Post is where uh, I found oh, that good, story. Good, Craig. I didn't watch the video. You are doing your homework. I'm a good husband. I didn't yeah. watch it. I no. just I read oh, oh, the really? explanation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Thank you, Betty. Uh, what's the word of the day? Um, correcto. Correcto is the word of the day. Yes, with double R again. Correcto. Correcto. I can't do it that way. And that just means to be correct? That means, yes, who is wrong and who is right. Oh, gotcha. Correcto. Incorrecto. Correcto and incorrecto. And that's what you were thinking about the whole time that you heard Mark yes, and I talking. Correcto and incorrecto. <laughs> and you think that you think that your husband Correct, was correct. Correcto. Okay. Mark correcto. Oh also correcto. So no one was incorrecto. Yeah, well sometimes I can I cannot say my opinion on radio. No, you can. You can you can do anything you want. It, always, it just the the whole idea is just like more like a the battle like a friendly battle of sure. correcto or incorrecto. Correcto words. or double correcto. Or double. Super correcto. <laughs> Mas correcto. correcto. Well some of the things that are tough is is correcto is not true now. Some things that people say, you have to wait till the future to see who was right and who was wrong. Yes, to see yeah. who 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 is correcto. At some point, we'll know who's, who's correcto. Be correcto. Right. Will you be proud of me if I'm correcto? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Betty. Thank yes. you very much. You are like always that. just like I'm always correct, Betty. Oh, don't do that. Don't say that on the radio. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble. No, I'm right about a lot of things. Yes. I, I feel I feel good about a lot of the things that I I think. Yeah, most of the time. Most people do, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm correct a lot. Muy correcto. Gracias, pollo. Okay, <laughs> fun segment. Thank you for being on the show. Sorry, Mark and I were talking so much that confused you. Um, uh, well, no, because I got that word. I was like, yeah. I, you you told me to look for a, a word for mm-hmm. the word for today. I was like, oh my god, I'm like uh, running out of time, like usual. Like, yeah. how like a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. And then I was listening at the same time that I was working, and I was like, okay, I have one for and for Craig. By the way, one of my other favorite things that's now officially happened on the radio, and I never thought it would, is I outed myself as someone willing 
willing to let you spit your gum in my hand. Yes. And I want I want the reason everyone Sorry. to know that is that there's a trash can behind me well, and not in Betty's spot. This is a phone so it's the only way to get the, the gum to the trash you can. Don't, uh, dislike me when I chew gum. Uh, actually, gum uh, this help you to this stress yes, and, it does. Uh, yes. and focus. Well, and, well you're yes. right about that. Yes. But I, I'll tell you this. And if you're chewing gum because you get nervous about being on the radio, you're the best part of the show. Uh, you're the most popular <laughs> you, part. Craig, Everybody it. loves you. I get texts about how you should have the show starting tomorrow. So don't <laughs> worry. You don't need the gum. Um, but um, you did a really good job of hiding it. I didn't hear you chew it. So good no, job. No, it's yeah. sky in somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in, um, in the and part of my mud. <laughs> on that note, we'll take a break. A lot more. Sorry, Greg and Dan in the morning tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. Uh, 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. I have no idea what to expect when Mark Strauss comes in the studio and when my wife, Betty, comes in. I have no idea what to expect that we're going to talk about. A quick break, a lot more in a bit. 1470, uh, 100.3, WMBD, it's the Craig Collins Show. Text the radio show. Uh, text me when I'm on the air, 3 to 6. Uh, the phone number, 309-340-4464. Not the number you've called for years uh, for WMBD. It's my own uh, number I'm giving out for my show uh, so that I can get in touch with listeners in the easiest way possible for me uh, with the setup we have, 309-340-4464 to text me, sign your name, uh, tell me uh, what part of the community you're texting from, uh, ways that I can identify you. I'm, I'm not trying to say uh, that other texts weren't good, but I just got the best text I'll probably ever get uh, in the history of this show. Excellent, excellent text from a 309. Uh, my wife just did her... Um, Betty's Spanish Word of the Day segment, and I got a text that said, the only thing we can be sure of is Craig's choice of spouse was 100% correct. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yes, thank you. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, correcto is the Spanish uh, word of the day. Uh, and that's the uh, first time I've ever heard from this specific listener. So uh, thank you very much for reaching out to tell me I'm a wise man. And Betty's probably foolish uh, for choosing to be uh, stuck with this guy uh, for as long as we've been together. It's been 10 years of marriage uh, and a few extra in the world of dating. And she hasn't left me yet, people. I feel like we're doing good. Uh, other things out there, just quickly, uh, before we take a break, Will will do some news. Uh, after the news, I will do the top five stories at 5 o'clock. Uh, but I thought this was interesting. Cheez-It is opening a gas station uh, with a cracker uh, dispensing pump. Uh, Cheez-It is uh, making a lot of decisions in the world of uh, the way in which it will advertise its product. Um, this one probably will be uh, hilarious. It will be free. Uh, you won't be able to get any actual uh, gasoline at this gas station, but that that won't matter. Uh, you'll get other stuff, uh, cheese, its products, and uh, cracker dispensing uh, pumps and whatnot. Um, I don't know why I love this story so much, but it's definitely a sillier thing uh, out there in the world. Uh, I think even Will Stevenson uh, sent me this, our news guy, along with uh, several other people. So thank you to all involved uh, for letting me know about the Cheese It Stop uh, gas station and how it's going to be a, a odd gas station to pull up at if you're really desperate for gas. Um, other stuff out there uh, that I thought was interesting, um, a woman uh, passed a baby to uh, a man that she was standing next to. Uh, this video is viral. It's all over the Internet. Uh, thank you, Rob. Uh, you're the person who sent my favorite text uh, in the LC. Uh, you just let me know who you were. The I made a 100% correcto decision when I chose Betty to be my wife. Uh, thank you for letting me know who you are. Uh, a woman passed a baby to a man she was standing next to in order to jump into a brawl at a supermarket. Uh, the video is crazy. Uh, I'll probably put it up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Craig Collins Radio. Uh, or Craig Collins show, I think, still works, too. Uh, the fight was happening at a Woolworths store there, 
And at some point, uh, a woman who uh, seemed to not be in the fight, uh, but the fight involved about 10 people, uh, seemed to really, really want to be in said fight. And she was holding a baby. And that's that's a unique challenge in the world of getting into a brawl uh, inside of a, a convenience store, inside of a supermarket. So hand the baby to what I, I assume is uh, a spouse, a significant other, and then uh, get deep up in to that giant fight going on, uh, that brawl of people. Here are two questions, and you can answer them at home. I'm not going to answer them myself. Uh, first one, would it feel interesting uh, to say a husband, a boyfriend, to be standing there holding a baby, watching the person you're in a relationship with be the person in a giant fight and have it not be you? Would that be something that some of us might struggle with, uh, depending on the reason for the fight, who's winning the fight, all sorts of things? Uh, once you've been handed the baby, once the missus is is uh, deep in the middle of the scrum, there's not a lot you're going to do to get yourself involved. So I wonder if that would be a unique hurt to say the man card and then the other thing I was thinking about is what started uh, this fight. In, in all honesty, what created a scenario where a mom is holding a baby and is like, someone else, take baby. I need to be deep in the middle of whatever this this fight is. Uh, but I found it very interesting. Uh, the police in the area wound up arresting a lot of people. Uh, there's going to be a lot of charges. And at some point, hopefully we know what instigated the fight, because I that's important. That's an important part of the news story that is missing there. Uh, the U.S. is falling behind other nations in a recent study as far as life expectancy is concerned. Uh, apparently, the United States is actually nosediving uh, in this category in somewhat of a, a scary way. Uh, for a long time, we've been ranked in the top 15 in the world of um, our life expectancy, 13 in 1950. Uh, it's been somewhat stagnant, maybe dropping into um, the 20s at lowest uh, but over the last few years, say the last 10 years, uh, we've dropped all the way to 53rd in the world as far as our life expectancy is concerned. Um, a bunch of things uh, are thought to potentially be the cause of this. Um, and it's not been a one or two year uh, dramatic drop. It's been over the course of the last 10 years. It's been a really, really bad uh, shot um, the wrong direction. Uh, but I will say one thing that I thought of immediately uh, and I'm not trying to blame anybody, and I'm a millennial, and you can get mad at me for saying it, but my diet was terrible as a kid. It wasn't my mom's fault. That's the stuff that all the kids were eating. And you hear a lot of stories now about millennials and younger people having diseases that are uncommon for people of that age. I wonder if those things are tied together or if it's something else, if it's the stress of uh, day-to-day life, if it's the stress of uh, the, the woke society that we have now and people who might be afraid of not being woke enough and that being, I don't know what the reason is, but uh, millennials, uh, Gen Z, are winding up diagnosed with uh, certain types of illnesses at a much more significant rate uh, than past generations were at, at ages. Um, I mean things like um, certain types of cancer uh, and other, um, again, uh, illnesses that doctors didn't even really check someone in their 20s for. But our, our life expectancy has dropped a lot. Uh, we're doing much, much worse than many more countries than we used to do for a very long time. That ain't good. All right, a quick break. 